You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Monday, March 13th. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. The U.S. Coast Guard rescued two people who got stuck on the shores of Annette Island without food or water on Tuesday night. Allie Blackburn is a public affairs officer with the Coast Guard. She says the pair had beached their skiff on the shore and were planning to head back out again later. I'm not sure if they were just adventuring, but they did plan to refloat with the tide but then the water became too rough, so they abandoned that plan. Responders from Station Ketchikan heard about the pair from a concerned resident and arrived at Annette Island around 11 p.m. Neither of the boaters needed medical help, but Blackburn says they were unprepared to be on shore for the night. She says boaters should always be ready for unexpected hiccups. Ensuring you have the appropriate weather gear, and not just for air temperature weather, you want to make sure that You know, in the event you go in the water, you're prepared to be in cold waters. And we know Alaska has really frigid waters. So making sure you have the appropriate clothing, uh, life vests in the event your vessel sinks. Blackburn also stresses that boaters need to let someone know where they're going and when they plan to be back. San Francisco performer Sam Faustine has made a name for himself in Sitka as a sellout tribute performer, singing the works of Queen, Van Halen, and most recently, David Bowie. He's also taught at Sitka Fine Arts Camp and performed in a handful of musicals here, including the 2021 production of Little Shop of Horrors. Last month, he added middle school music teacher to his resume. KCAW's Meredith Reddick reports. From watching him strut the stage of Sitka's Performing Arts Center as Freddie Mercury or Eddie Van Halen, you wouldn't guess that Sam Faustine spends most of his days singing classical music with the San Francisco Symphony. You also probably wouldn't guess that he'd be teaching David Bowie harmonies to middle schoolers, but Faustine thrives on variety. On this Friday at 8.30 a.m., Faustine is standing in front of about 20 middle schoolers in the Blatchley Music Room. The students still look a little bleary-eyed, but Faustine is ready to sing. For Faustine, singing has been a lifeline since he was younger than the students he's working with now. As a choir boy, um, I was bullied quite a bit. And I, I found my own. I, I became the head boy of the choir, and I had I, I had um, a presence in that community and some amount of uh, respect from my peers. But within like my own grade, I was you know a bit of the outcast. And Faustine has taken on his new role of teacher and vocal coach for two weeks through an artist residency program. The Sitka Fine Arts Camp has been supporting a version of the program since 2005. In its current form, the grant pairs professional artists with school districts and provides funding for the artist to work for two weeks. The first week of Faustine's residency lined up with Blatchley Middle School's Discover Your Potential Week, where students not enrolled in choir could sign up for a week-long workshop. The students are learning David Bowie's Changes, one of Faustine's favorites. He's encouraging the students to use their voices both literally and figuratively. What is the most, why do we sing? Why do we sing? Singing expresses the stuff that words can't. Good, okay, somebody else in their own words. One more person, why do we sing? Yes, Charlie. Singing is such a um, personal reflection of one's artistic voice. 
Um, in fact, we use the word voice to describe our ability to represent ourselves. And um, I think COVID has an effect, especially on kids who are in uh, middle school these days, of really kind of subduing their identity and um, it, just making them more tentative about self-expression in general. And I think singing is a, a, a way to really unlock some of those uh, hesitations. Getting the students to feel comfortable singing is his top priority. So I got to get them pumped and I got to get them comfortable. Um, and so I have to be pretty careful about how um, uh, I, I lead the classes in terms of I like it's really important not to put students on the spot and feel like they have to sing in front of lots of people. That's the easy way to uh, kill any sort of interest is by potentially embarrassing somebody. Um, but at the same time, you want to encourage people to, when they're ready, open up and be able to uh, uh, um, be brave and, and, and make that step forward. For Faustine, playing a variety of roles has helped him to maintain balance. I have a relatively serious ADHD, and um, the my ability, I don't want to say ability, but my uh, privilege of being able to do lots of kinds of things uh, really enables my ability to be a professional performer. So um, I, if I was only doing Freddie Mercury, I think I would, I don't want to say lose interest, but I think I would lose focus. Um, so it's really special to me to be able to tell lots of different stories from lots of different perspectives. Faustine picked changes because the theme of confronting a changing world head-on seemed especially relevant for middle schoolers discovering their potential. The second verse, I'll just read the lyrics right now. It's, I watch the ripples change their size but never leave the stream of warm impermanence. I watch the years float through my eyes but the years seem the same and the children that you spit on as they try to change the To, it coupled so nicely with the mission of the DYP and of my residency. So I couldn't resist um, working on that song with, with the DYP kids. And oh my goodness, what a joy it's been to watch them get passionate about David Bowie. Faustine hopes to return to Sitka for more musical endeavors. Sitka has kind of become, and Juno, my rock and roll outlet, which is, I just can't articulate how special that is to me. I, I just love doing this. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Meredith Reddick. Ketchikan's tribe is planning to build a substance abuse treatment center in the coming years. It's the first major project for Ketchikan Indian community's new business arm. As KRBD's Reagan Miller reports, the tribe hopes to boost the region's treatment capacity as the community struggles with the ongoing opioid epidemic. Ketchikan Indian Community owns a swath of land about 10 miles north of downtown. It's been set aside for years, and the tribe's new business arm is working to turn it into something big, what it calls a healing center for community members, native or not, with substance abuse issues. Ketchikan, and southeast Alaska as a whole, has seen a steep rise in opioid-related deaths in the last few years. State health officials tallied 23 opioid-related deaths in Southeast in 2021, the last year that data is available, and eight were in Ketchikan, with two in nearby communities. Advocates have long rallied for more treatment options for the island. 
Ketchikan Indian Community President Norman Scan says that's the problem the tribe hopes to address. About two years ago, we, we just saw the, the trend of the opioid use just getting out of control, in, not only in our community, but outlying communities. And we felt like we needed to do our part to, uh, to help the individuals out. It'll be the first major project for the Ketchikan Tribal Business Corporation, essentially the business arm of the tribe. The corporation is a so-called IRA Section 17 corporation, named for the section of the Indian Reorganization Act that sets out the rules governing it. It's wholly owned by the tribe, but operates separately. Camille Booth is the corporation's operations manager. It gives um, the uh, benefits of being a, a tribal with also being able to build revenue in other streams and other areas. So it's very much an economic development arm. Booth says the corporation is somewhat comparable to regional and village corporations set up by the Alaska Native Claims Settlement Act. But instead of distributing profits to shareholders, dividends could potentially go to Ketchikan Indian community members. Just like with any corporation, when you have a corporation, then once the company is profitable, then then dividends are likely, but the company has to be profitable before um, dividends are offered. The corporation has three divisions, commercial, real estate, and government contracting. Booth says the real estate division will focus on leveraging the tribe's existing properties. The government contracting division could provide a variety of services. And that could be in IT areas, it can be in environmental services, it can be in procurement. There's all sorts of areas of government contracting that that fit um, our type of uh, effort. The Healing Center is part of a larger initiative dubbed the 10 Mile Project from the corporation's commercial division. The corporation hopes to develop the property with alternative housing for people in recovery, single-family homes, trails, and even tourist attractions and art installations. It's in phases, of course. And so the first phase would be the um, Healing Center and actually the Substance Use Disorder Center with housing for that sort of a transitional type housing. And then the next, then it would build into the um, business area and then into additional housing out there because it is a very large property. John Brown is the corporation's vice chair. He says work is still in the beginning stages and the 16-bed inpatient treatment center, let alone everything else sketched out for the property, won't open its doors for at least three years. They purchased the property and came up with, you know, and again, this was a long-standing thing that they wanted to try to accomplish. Uh, And so we are... We are part of that process, and so we're in the process of, again, we're putting ourselves in place so we can do stuff, and then the next phase is, okay, how much funding do we need, who do we need to contact, and those types of things. Details of the project are a bit hazy in this early phase of the project, but Booth says she hopes the project will support community members in every stage of their recovery. Reporting in Ketchikan, I'm Reagan Miller. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News.